Lord. How do I, how do I prepare? Oh Lord. Oh shit. Bro, what the hell was that, oh, bro? Jesus oh, Christ. Fucking shit. My <laughs> thumb coming through the fucking hood now. Bruh. I can go that grab my fucking musket, man. This is the that's the last time I let you fucking drive, Dio. You know what? I'm fine with that. <laughs> I don't want to drive, okay? Oh no. Dude, where did he go? What happened? It's the gun truck. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. Shit. Shit. Yo, someone knock him out. Someone knock the guy with the gun. Yo, he's keeping. He's gonna shoot. He's keeping. He's shooting still. He's shooting. He's shooting, bro. Yeah, my gun's fucking out of my case or something. Wait, I got you. I'm gonna knock him out. He's good. Shit. He's good. We're good. How's it going, everybody? Oh, oh, it's for gunfire. <laughs> God damn. Uh. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, I'm a fucking musket, but nah, I don't. Not in this goddamn gun pit. Stick to the fucking old school shit. Yep. Well, anyway, welcome everybody. Welcome back to the Dipshits Podcast. How's it going? I have PTSD. Hey, I have, everybody. I, I, I have nags today. We have a special guest. A special, special guest. You already heard him. You already see him, for those of you who are on Twitch and YouTube. But you, you, you hear him. Those of you on Spotify I'm, and Apple and I, shit. I, I'm here, indeed. Yeah, I'm you Durgan. hear him. This is Durgan Durgan Flurgan, our boy, our, our the man himself, D and D master, frog guy, man, dropper of meteors. Fucking this is nuker him. Of yo, daddies. Nuker of worlds that are not his own. <laughs> Destroyer of dad. <laughs> dads, dads don't stand a chance when they walk up against me. Imagine Solidus, Daddy's Eye twice. <laughs> okay, that was bad. I'm sorry. I don't even know where we no. go off from that, man. I don't know where I would go off that. Oh. <laughs> but yo, welcome. Then. Welcome to the podcast, Draven. It's good oh, to have you. It's good. No, it's I'm, good to have I'm you. I'm excited that I'm here. Wait, I've already said it enough, pleasure. but like, now we're now we're in it. Now now I can't leave. I'm you fucking can't leave. stuck. You're not allowed. No. Yeah, so no you, this is my you help. have two hours, and you're stuck <laughs> in this shackled. plane. All right, your your ass is stuck in this plane. You're shackled. Yeah. No. We, we established. Don't you ain't going anywhere. Oh I, shit! I heard. I heard. He's packing heat. He's packing heat. <laughs> Scene, brother. <laughs> I I understand you. I and I understand. <laughs> oh, dude, I've been I've been playing too much fucking GTA Four. I got I got little little Jackie, little John in my fucking mind. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh. I mean, <laughs> speaking of GTA, bro, you know, so like I I'm super rich in GTA Five. So what mm -hmm. I do is if I'm in a lobby and someone's like memeing on the rest of the lobby, I just go to my facility, I pay 750k and I just orbital laser them. <laughs> you just drop I drop just don't care. Meteor. Yeah, I'm um it's like dropping meteors except modern day, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, I remember getting that. My buddy like grinded and then we used it once and we're like, "Oh, that was fun." 
<laughs> you get an achievement for it actually. If you if you spend 750k on an orbital orbital laser and launch it at somebody and you hit them, you get an achievement for it. I've actually shot that laser like probably four times no way more than four times probably 10 11 times maybe more than that in my entire career i've only dropped it four times <laughs> but all each one of those four times well worth it that's oh, a part absolutely. of los santos that can't be reattailed exactly but yeah i i, I, I love blowing up trolls with yeah, just a laser it gets way too much love in my opinion like like, so? like like not from the community, specifically from Rockstar themselves. They show GTA. GTA is the golden child cash cow fucking game, and Red Dead gets shit on. I won't doubt you on that. But Red, Red Dead, Dead's Red Dead. actually good. Oh, yeah. No, no. Red Dead Online deserves so much more love. And then Rockstar's like, hey, we hear, your, hear all these content ideas you have for Red Dead Online. Here's another GTA expansion. Dude, Red Dead Online is the perfect Western sim, and I remember just running around, you know, going hunting, just doing everything I did in the main campaign. I was just like, mm -hmm. this is fun. But like, yeah, yeah, it really needs that heist mentality, not any of the, like, bounty hunter shit. I, I don't care. About I want that. my I want my fucking Undead Nightmare 2, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. My they've man. Been, they've been circle jerking us for that, man. They're just like, we just wait two more, two more gen gaming generations. You'll be oh, fine. It's almost, it's, it's almost like more? people in online, uh, in online have found, you know, the fucking zombie models you had made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but too busy, True. like, working on whatever else. I don't even know if they're working on anything currently. Supposedly I actually don't GTA know. GTA 6, but they're still just milking 5. <laughs> Dude, I was so mad because, um... I remember a long time ago when like GTA 5 was not as old as it is now. Like it was like like how old is GTA 5 now? Like it's been out since 2016, it right? Was, I thought it was 14 or 14 something like that, right? So it's like 6 or 8 years old. 13. 13. Yeah, 2013. So it's 9 old. years old. Oh. So back when it was I think it was a about three or four years old when people were doing like the early leaks of gta 6 people were like hey it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be canada like they're they're saying it's gonna be vancouver and i was gonna be like dude that's my yeah, cause end. the opening scene because yeah, the opening scene was in was in five in that little like part of canada i remember you're running through with michael and trevor first yeah. first they did uh first they did uh i think it was vancouver and then after they changed it to like Ontario, hmm. like, like, like they changed it to like the Toronto area. And I was like, dude, either way, it's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> We're still here, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember hearing that it was all going to be in like Europe. I didn't hear the Canada stuff. Uh, it was, it was like I... early leaks, you know, like when people make up like random shit. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. like people make like those, like r those fake trailers. Hmm. Oh yeah. No, oh yeah. Seen and all those I, for like Spider-Man. Yeah, I always tend to end up bringing this up, but Need for Speed Underground remake. <laughs> I oh somehow some way I always bring it up in the podcast. But there was this um like this uh trailer made like someone animated a trailer for what Need for Speed Underground remake would look like. 
and it, it, it gave me shivers because I was like that's my childhood right there I love that game and I want a remake of it but considering how old the game is and licensing and how difficult it would be for, especially for the music um no shot <laughs> not gonna happen do you remember uh, Paradise City? Mm-hmm. Oh, Burnout. dude. I, Burnout Paradise? Yeah, Burnout. Yep. Yeah. So, so good. I, I miss that one. That one was my childhood. That and, like, the original Saints Row 2 and Xbox. I play a lot of shit on... Uh... I, I, I was over here with San Andreas and flat out. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Fair enough. A lot of my stuff was, uh, I think, through PS2. Um, I played a little bit on like my uncle's Xbox original. He had like an original Xbox, and I played a little bit of GoldenEye. And um, there was actually a GoldenEye for Xbox, which I didn't know um, until I played it. Right? Yeah, and yeah. Just like I a mean, just like a port of the N sixty four game. Yeah. No, it, it was, was it, it, kind of. It was like a full, somewhat remake. They updated the graphics, but didn't change the story. It was actually a really good-looking game. I'm not gonna lie to you. For an Xbox nope. original game, it was good-looking, and yeah. I was like, "What?" It's <laughs> still James Bond, so it ain't nothing to write home about, honestly. Fair, but I mean, James Bond's James Bond. It's cool. The, I, yeah, the willingness to uh, to like rebuild Goldeneye and it being that good and just looking that good, it was like, oh yeah. Man. Oh, I played yeah. the demo a lot. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, but Bloodstone, I remember that one was like the lesser good Blood uh, Golden Eye, not Golden Eye, the uh, 007 on the Xbox. Do you ever hear that? Okay. Bloodstone? I've never heard of it actually. Well, I mean, my knowledge familiar. of, but my knowledge it, of Xbox nothing, originals limited. It's nothing new. It's just original. It's just another James Bond story. But I mean, it was solid cover shooter. Had some stealth and had like a cool animation for combat it was all like button press take down the dude i'm a simple guy i played a lot in <laughs> nfs underground okay that's all <laughs> the music still comes back to me till this day <laughs> and i'm just like a lot of windows in the wall a lot of windows in the wall <laughs> or windows through walls either way man there's a lot of them <laughs> what I just, I just remember doing chores and working my ass off just to get like five bucks to try and get a used game out of GameStop. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was uh, it was like, oh, man, I've got all these games I don't play. I'll trade them in. Here's two bucks, kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, I used to... Um, what I used to do was I... Uh, I didn't. I didn't buy games. I didn't have money, right? I was. I was just a kid. I was small as hell, man. Like I was like what five or seven, and and basically what I did was I uh, I just asked my asked my dad. I was like, Dad, get me this game. Dad, I need this game. <laughs> yeah. And it's like maybe he'll get it. You know, it's like you know. Yeah, that's Oh, Dad, Father, please. I've been such a good little sprout. But yeah, um, <laughs> that was just me, right? Like, obviously now I'm old enough to get my own shit, right? I don't really need to ask for much, which is great because I, I, I don't like constantly asking for stuff, right? So it works out. Yeah. yeah. It's always works nice out. having that bit of, bit of independence. 
to, to go out mm-hmm. and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. That's what growing up is. Just getting that independence, not fucking wasting it. True. So, you you gotta you gotta tell me some some of your uh, some of your adventures in D and I'm gonna I I oh. need to know. I must All right. know. I'm sure Nags is interested um, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, very. I'll start, mm-hmm. I'll start with the biggest one, and when I say biggest, it's like it's obviously. Big. So playing through Icewind Dale, standard little adventure that they set up in the tundra, and it's like. It's a, it's a really nice, like, starter campaign. I came from something that was whacked out and broken. People were overpowered. We had, like, a thousand characters in a single world. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't fucking do this, man. I'm trying to co-DM with a guy. It's my first time trying. And uh, I know so the like, feeling. Actually... Yeah. And so, I, I find this in Target. It has... Hold on, I got the book right here. What the fuck am I talking about? I only buy the book. Um, only buy the books? Book only buy the book it's the feel man uh i just gotta remember if it's on the bottom of my stack or the top of my stack there so uh oh, we'll put it into the light uh icewind dale rhyme of the frost maiden uh we have ariel goddess of of ice icewind and snow dale. and winter yeah why does that area... sound like a redneck like, like you gonna it's go just... down to Icewind Dale? Going, gonna get yourself some. No, my, my name is Icewind Dale. <laughs> Another fucking character Vince wrote. We find out he wrote this one too. Imagine. Oh. Oh, I don't. I don't even want to imagine that. It'd be much more fucking oh, off the wall. Icewind Dale. Could you? Could you imagine that? If Vic oh. wrote that. I I don't doubt that he would try to get published by Wizard of the Coast. He could do it. I like like he wrote it and just never told us, and it has just been hiding that the entire time. Dude, he he's I just a ghostwriter of Icewind Dale. Uh, Icewind Dale. Dale. <laughs> so yeah, fucking Icewind Dale. Very simple adventure. The Frost Maiden is very pissed off with the humans. They aren't giving enough sacrifices or whatever BS. Um, I took it my way. I said, okay, she's in line with Asmodeus. She's trying to become an archdevil. Let's go on from there. Uh, we're getting near the end of the adventure. There is this giant glacier called Reghead. They're supposed to go into it, find the hidden city underneath called Yithrin, and explore that, try to find an item to stop the Ice Maiden. Uh, literally, they know by opening the glacier, she's aware, so she follows them, yada, yada, yada. Um, they go into the glacier, they fight a hyena, a bunch of remoras, basically centipedes with molten lava cores. Yeah. And when they start getting past that, Gorgol, my orc who swings his fucking brother around as a weapon, uh, picture, picture seven foot green tough orky boy, classic warhammer speak, I am classy, I am also a neurosurgeon. It, it's canon. Orchid, that is a neurosurgeon. He's a neurosurgeon? He is a pain boy. He wanted to multi-class in the cleric as a barbarian. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, are you telling people? No, I'm not telling a single soul that I'm a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a pain boy. And he had some great fucking ways to create his spells into thinking that it's just his belief. So he has mending. His spit is just him casting mending. He licks his hand. 
and uh, and he's trying. The reason why he became a cleric, he gained uh, power with the God of War Inval because his mm. brother became ill and essentially stiff as a board. Inval says, "Okay, I'll gladly fix your brother. Just get me enough souls so I can bring him back to the mortal plane." Right? Ah. Uh, and sheesh, man, that's where the plot thickens. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, he's basically just swinging his brother around as a weapon. Seven-foot orc swinging another seven-foot orc around. You know what that reminds <laughs> me of? That reminds me of... Um, so I was looking at looking at Nexus mods, and um, I was looking at Final Fantasy VII Remake mods, and there's a mod where, can, where you can use Scarlet as Cloud's Buster Sword. <laughs> so you can swing around the Shinra military like... <laughs> or the lab yeah, no. person Ex- exactly that there is no difference and it is a person that doesn't react doesn't respond but he's used as a weapon <laughs> he fitted oh, him with that's... armor to make him hit better the whole nine yards and I'm like I'm down with this uh, we play with a lot of homebrew as you probably guessed by the yeah uh, he planned on taking we found a feat that allows him to take an enlarge so he could become one size bigger. Oh. And I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. The four, four by two by two orc, hell yeah. I didn't look far enough into the into the book to find out there is an item called um, the spear of uh, Thanalor, Thanalor, basically storm giant spear. This thing has been riddled with enough blood of giants and dragons alike that anything that touches it grows to 21 feet. He was already getting his enlarged feet there. What? I, no fucking lie. In 24 hours or eight hours after they'd rest, Gorgle grows larger. He got the spear. He pulled it out. No problem. And I'm like, cool. You start growing a few inches. Uh, (laughs) And he's just, he's in this little cave system and slowly begins growing and he goes to sleep and then he talks to me again. He's like, hey, I was planning on taking a large. How does this affect me? I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're doubling that size. You become 42 feet tall. So he's a 42 foot orc swinging another 42 foot orc. Yeah, because everything on him grows in size if he shrinks. <laughs> So I, I, I don't I've like got, this. I don't. I have like a gargantuan-sized orc in my campaign, and everyone else is six foot, seven foot. I'm a four foot person in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no that's not. That's unreal, dude. dude that's my unreal. buddy Nate, he he pulls out some of the best character creations that I've seen so far, and oh, it's all bro. it's all like somewhat homebrew, but um. <laughs> Like, this is uh, like some Attack on Titan shit. Uh, no he's the joke. size of fucking Titan. Okay. Oh, dude. It, it, he is almost the size of a character I plan on playing in my buddy's campaign. So we we decided to shit around and talk. And we were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be funny? If we were skeletons. Because we found a module that gives us skeleton races. Basically, you pick a race and the abilities for that race are like the same and then and then after after that you add some more shit because it just says you are now a skeleton here's the other things that you can do 
we have an entire module that's just monster races. I'm just like, what if I was an ogre skeleton? Large size creature has a bunch of different stuff that I can do with it. And it's basically just a big tanky boy. I'm like, okay, easy barbarian. Oh, I get to be a skeleton. Fucking yes. And my buddy Nate is looking at me like, what if I was mini skeleton? I'm like, we're papyrus and say. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He is Snass. I am Popol. I I am the joke writer. He can't speak and casts enlarge on me. Large size turns into huge size. We eventually just like ended up planning out like, holy shit, we can make me larger than a gargantuan size creature, which is like technically not within the books. We turn colossal. I am yeah. literally a colossal titan. I think it was what was the calculation? What are the numbers? See, bro, the, book the, somewhere. the most ridiculous thing I could think of was because I've never played D D before, right? Before like all like my the two campaigns I'm playing now. And I was in chat one day, Vic is like, dude, Dio, I want you to play uh D D one day. I want a camp <laughs> I I want a DM for you. I said, you know what? I'll take you up on that offer. You'll be the first ever person in DM for me. And I promise you that. He's like, bet. And, and it was a damn good choice. Mm -hmm. Damn fine. Mm -hmm. But I told him, I was like, I have one condition. He's like, what's your condition? <laughs> I want, and I respond to him. Dead ass. I'm like, I want a stando. <laughs> yeah, a stando. I want a stando. And he says... Uh, you want to stand? I said, yes. He says, bet. <laughs> he flavors <laughs> it. And that's how Monk Astral Self happened. Yeah, yeah, I love it, dude. It's like a perfect little like, hey, it, it's literally what it does. Kind a of little JoJo character with Gintama references. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. About oh, it. don't worry. There will be more <laughs> anime references. I promise you. Oh, wonderful. Well, just get Trigun in there, man, at least. I'll take Samurai I would if I watched it. Oh, Trigun's pretty good. I, I'm i not a big fan of it, but, like, you know Samurai Champlo? Yes. That's like, okay, okay, good. Sorry, Samurai not to get Champlo's us off topic. Good. <laughs> it's, no, no, it's good, it's good. Um, If I'm going to make references, it's going to be all animes I watched. Watch, I'm going to end up pulling, like, names from, like, romance animes. It's gonna be hilarious. I swear to God. You dive down deep. You deep dive down that rabbit hole. God damn. I haven't even got that that's, far yet. That's my main genre, dog. Romance oh, slice yeah. of life. <laughs> Fun fact: everybody in the podcast knows now. Deal's <laughs> main anime genre: romance slice of life. I dig it. That's it. He's a weeb, but he's a boring weeb. I'm not a weeb. I'm not boring. What the hell? Slice of life, bro. You watch the you watch like some of the most boring anime. Hey yo, that shopping mall arc hit. I watched the real shit. I watched the real shit, okay? Dude, I watched like okay. To be fair, I watch mostly most animes. It's just my main genre is romance slice of life. That's that's like my that's like my niche. Like that's my fallback. If I'm watching if I'm not watching anything, that's my that's my fallback. Hey, yeah. It's like it's I mean, like shit's emotional, yeah. Like, it's like suburban housewives in their daytime TV. I understand. It's fine. 
Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. That is a thing, though. It is a thing. You all know now. <laughs> I'm honest about it. I'm truthful about I, it. I accept it. I don't it. give a shit about anything except Slice of Life anime. Dude, Slice of Life is great. That's if you're trying to feel. Particular, is there a particular reason why you always gravitate towards that? Or is it just like, oh, I like uh, it. I like how calm it is and... Or or how? Mm. <laughs> there are reasons. <laughs> there are oh, okay. plenty of reasons. It's, I think I think it's a different name for slice of life, but yeah, it's a slice of life. You're not wrong. Oh, there. No, no, not that slice of life. <laughs> I mean, like actual slice of life. Yeah, that is that is a slice of something else that is part of life, but it's not slice of life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watch that too, but. I mostly mean like actual slice of life because it it, it it hits home because the point of slice of life is it, it's supposed to be relatable, right? So in in some degree, it's supposed to be something you can relate with emotionally or um, otherwise, right? So I guess the fact that I can relate with an anime, it's, it's pretty nice um, to have that. So it kind of gives me sort of like that sense of symbolism um to where if i'm watching a slice of life anime and i look at this character i'm like that's me and generally slice of life ends up getting mixed up with romance so and i mean dude there's some good romance anime out there is is romance not a part of life it is it is <laughs> there's a lot of cheesy um, ones but there's also some really good ones fair enough mm-hmm mm-hmm before it's too far I think we glossed over the fact, Nags, you've been playing D&D &D for a while, right? Yeah. Okay, what stories do you, because we, we went around the table and then we were like, oh, anime, but wait. Yes. This is less of a me story than one of, one, one of my players and uh, <laughs> how, I, how I let my players go go a, a step a step too far. I know that. Too far, my friend so, says. So, so, so for those of you that don't know, I am planning on over on a friend's. I, I, can I say names on this on the pod? Oh, I can say names ahead. on the pod. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. For those of you that don't know, I, I'm planning on doing a villains campaign sometime in the next month or so over on my friend Vix, Vix channel. Uh, this isn't the first time I've done a villains campaign. Ooh. Not the here's, first time. Here's where it gets fucky. Uh, the first time I did a villains campaign, I because we weren't streaming it, I was like, "This is a no holds barred thing. Do what you want." Mm -hmm. And uh, it resulted in what I expected, but a little worse. Oh. Someone they they, they they slaughtered the entire they slaughtered the entirety of a town guard. Uh proceeded to go to the mayor's house one of our players uh had the mayor you know what you know i'm not gonna beat her on the bush what if i play her skull fucked the mayor and then kill her killed her oh wow oh Damn. Go, uh, <laughs> okay that's that's grim <laughs> I, can, I can relate to that um what? I don't want to interrupt your story. Oh, yeah, I oh, no, no, that was my story. Okay. 
Well, no. Max is like, oh. it says like the most grim thing. And then, and then oh, no, Draven dude. just comes in and he's like, I can relate to that. I can relate. No, yeah, I can relate. I watched, yeah, school fucking. Yeah, man. No, no. Um, So I, I, I alluded to this pre-podcast, but uh, just to catch people up, uh, we were talking about, you know, just players in general. And I said, oh, I've had a player who like had, basically was the same through both campaigns. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, last campaign was when everything was kind of overpowered and fucky. We we're like level 15 and it was ran by someone else. He was Athen. He was an asshole cat folk rogue who just oh, was, God. Was, like, was an asshole. Just stealing everything he could. Just trying to get the party in trouble. Just fucking douche. Uh, wow. And then the next campaign. The next campaign comes along and he does the same type of character, but he's like, I'm a bard now. Oh, dude, why would you let he, such a guy play bard? Dude, I it's because I've known him for nine plus years, and only just now he's starting to become a fucking doucher. Jeez. Um, like, like, honestly. But yeah, he goes, I want to be bard this campaign. I'm like, I know this is going to go badly. Well, let's see what happens. <laughs> I, I just, you're a masochist care, of a DM. Damn straight. Uh, I, yeah. It's fine. You know what? Board. I've been thinking. I want to play a campaign where I can multi-class bard bard. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, two bar. So, I play bard and then I play bard. <laughs> so, it's two different colleges. Jesus. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, no. there's some. Yeah. Yeah. Multi-class bard bard. I mean, and you know what? Cool. There's 20 I levels, think... right? I took I took a school abroad, sort of thing. We could you can home you can home you can homebrew it most likely. It's, it the way I see that happening before I get too off topic is you know you have your regular leveling, mm-hmm. and whenever you get your your college level, you say hey do you want to switch this out for something like you're just replacing your top. You're, oh you're just no! Replacing I'm, the skill. I'm talking. I'm talking. I I get third level on on and pick my college. Then I multi-class as a level one bard again, and then I get to oh. level three and I pick a different college, and then I multi-class I... and pick another bard again, <laughs> and then I go oh. to level three. <laughs> sounds like multiple char- Sounds like you have multiple character personality. <laughs> it's like you have so, this mentality. Every of, single I one's a different person. college. Yeah, single you're one's a different, different person. Each That's time. a fucking genius idea for a character, though. I love it. A bard anyway, bard. Yeah. Oh, the bard bard. Yeah, so the bard, uh, in relation to skull fucking PC. Um, the first action in the session, in session zero, I set them up in a prison because I'm like, this is an already established area of the map. They can easily just continue the stuff out of this. But what happens is they, they immediately start a riot. They immediately start breaking out. I'm fine with it all. The bard lures a guard into a back room fucking beats him over the head with the mace no fucking question about it no nothing he was in for fuck he even talked to me i'm just like what were you in for he's like oh trespassing i'm like you're gonna fucking beat a man over trespassing gotcha bud so uh i just counted the colleges there's eight colleges so 24th level bard bard you can have all eight colleges at 24th level. 
<laughs> so I hear you're joining the, the homebrew campaign, which will be running as soon, I see. Because <laughs> that's the only way you're getting the 24th, my dude. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I'll Home see you there, Bard Bard. Homebrew legendary campaign. It's uh, just Bard Bard. It's eight. It's a Bard. The whole party's Bards. It's just, no, <laughs> it's, it's just fucking. one Bard playing as eight different colleges of Bards. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So he takes the mace, beats it over the guard. I'm like, okay, what do you do next? I take his gun. Okay, I hide around the corner. If another guard comes by, a blows brain. I'm like, the fuck, dude? It's <laughs> ridiculous. Hell? Yeah, and he's like, and then later they get into the town after they escape, and he's playing the whole bard act. He's doing the whole, oh, I'm playing music. I'm making money. I'm so nice. And I'm just like, what the fuck is, am I watching? What is this, like? Psychotic fucking behavior. He's a, he's he's the Joker, but he's a bard. <laughs> yeah, but no, he had like no like character. He even told me like I don't have a backstory. I'm like okay, That's so oh. dumb. Yeah, but he's just he's like oh, but Namai's this uh, this fun loving guy, and I'm like fucking hell. So I That's made a, a demented backstory. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, so I naturally after the decisions he's made, I'm like I'll I'll fucking make a backstory but no he chose to like willingly forget who he was in the past like that was Fair his enough. backstory so Holy i'm like okay shit. i will make your past that's, everyone's that's gotta crazy have a, yeah everyone's gonna have a past but yeah everyone's so later story. on yeah oh dude no it only gets worse and worse i start introducing his past he doesn't know it yet um and there's this orc that's infected with like an scp or something He's like constantly talking about ticking and just going through. Yeah, I've, I've made some fucked up shit in my game. It's still going. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was infected. He was infected by SCP. He's like sitting there going, "Oh, the ticking. Oh, I'm I'm going insane. You know that whole shtick." They met him once, and then they meet him again outside of the towns, in, outside of a fortress. And this is about the time where the bard has tried to side with Ariel, the, the ice maiden, the main BBEG. Because he wanted to fuck her. He saw a brazier in the snow. And is like, I cast message to the figure in the fire. I'm like, okay. And I'm looking through the book to see if that, like, is, is like, a thing. And I'm like, the only thing I can think of is this one moment when they're in their castle. She asks a question. They respond yes or no. And then they will uh, make a DC con check in order to, like, not freeze to death. It's an Question. it's an instant like yes. Question: At that point, was he was he like seventeenth level? Oh no, they were still like uh, I believe at that point they were either seventh or eighth level. Oh, okay, yeah. Then he doesn't have his night, and then he doesn't have his spell slot for wish. He could have made it everything no. easier with wish. Yeah, no. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I cast meshes on the fire. Okay, this person asks you the question. He beats the DC by one. And so then he gains a boon of the Ice Maiden. I tell him, if you want to continue this boon, you must kill this orc that is currently suffering. No hesitation. No wow. fucking question. Gorgul tries to save him. He fucking does it again. My guy just wants to smash and he's going to do anything oh, no. to do it. Oh, no, 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 no. This is where it gets into an oxymoron. Because he gets his little boon weapon. He gets a little, like, ice fiddle. They go back to town. Ice Maiden asks him again, snuff the fires in the town to prove your loyalty. 
I went from killing a man to asking him to make the town colder, that they could just relight the fucking fires. He fucking goes, I, she's making me do stuff that I don't want to do. That is his exact words. That's that time in an oxymoron. That's just a moron. <laughs> I, oh yeah, absolutely. Like this was a literal session of difference. In That's... one session, he's made this decision. Bro, like my guy has, my guy has like multi personality disorder. Like his character has multiple personality disorder. I think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. You guy uh, does, uh, he's not. Uh, I don't know what this man is, but uh, uh, I mean, I don't have really have to deal with him anymore. So there's an upside. Now Jeez. I just have this blank check of a storyline that is still lingering in my world that I'm not going to get rid of because it's actually pretty good. Hey man, if oh, if, if I free up, I wouldn't mind being in one of your campaigns. Uh, funny enough, it's Wednesdays. Uh, oh, never mind then. Uh, <laughs> hey y'all, <no. laughs> Yeah, that ain't happening forever. <laughs> Never. For as long as this podcast is going on, Wednesdays are not going to cut it, my G. A <laughs> hundred years. hundred years to dipshit's podcast. Imagine. How many episodes would you get in a hundred years? Uh, you do one every Wednesday, so you do the math from there, and I'm bad at math, so. I don't know. Hello. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> hey, yo, Nags, I need your mathematics right now, bro get your big brain on i need it he's he's so purple he's perplexed my guy nags is just out of it bro he's like i don't know what what do i say what do do i do (laughs) where must i go what must i do what universe have i landed on uh you would be five thousand two hundred episodes deep Wow. Because there are 52 Wednesdays in a year. God. Fair damn. enough. That's a Is lot only of 52 episodes. Wednesdays? Yep. Does that, does that count a leap? Probably doesn't, but... Does it count a leap? I don't, I don't believe... It just add one for every four Unless years? Unless the year starts on a Wednesday, then there's 53 Wednesdays. Fair enough. Gotta, gotta somewhere somewhere around 5,000 something episodes. <laughs> More than That's enough. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot. Imagine <laughs> it's just old people doing like a podcast at that point. All of us are like either close well, to dead or already dead. podcast. This is our 5,000th episode. What? What? Yeah. Let me turn up the hearing aid. What episode are we in? Whip shits? I, I, I slipped a shit earlier. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I wonder if there will be a podcast that ever goes on that for on for that long. It just outlasts like the internet. <laughs> Got it on fucking radio hard drive, whatever the hell. Bro, we however you keep running. We have it like just on RSS feeds. We've already moved on to like cloud computing, <laughs> like fine chips and shit. And we're like, no, somehow yo. get it all onto vinyl, <laughs> right? <laughs> Imagine by by the time we reach a hundred years on a podcast, literally like all our old footage is so old that 
um <laughs> it, it's like what we call modern technology now is not modern then <laughs> no not at all grandpa grandpa what's this thing oh my n64 it lasted me so long <laughs> it's just coded the innards are nothing but dust bunnies God. It's, just, it's just we go back to like episode like 20 and people are and, and then it's just like grandpa what is covid we're like uh don't worry about it <laughs> we don't talk about 2020 that was Did every you year Did God, you no, now i'm not gonna school? get the mental image of an n64 that dusty out of my head you oh, dude, plug it in that oh, shit has Lord. a layer of dust so yeah. thick it looks like it has fur Plug it in, that just catches fire immediately. It doesn't meet our power standards. What's this? <laughs> doesn't, nah. doesn't even, doesn't even, like the fans don't even spin up. It's just <laughs> flame. When, when the kids try to fucking play, it's like, nah, kids, this is the fire starter now. Throw it in the fireplace. Jeez, dude. I'm That's curious how mean. retro tech is going to be in like, the future future like like 50 years from now like i wonder if people will collect old tech like we do now and oh absolutely and then like somehow run it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no like they get into the actual like electronics of the whole thing and yeah like oh, i'm learning the ancient ways it's no longer about that uh, negative or that G gravity, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. It's no longer that no gravity. It's all about the ancient motherboards and yeah, like someone's like DDR4 RAM. What the hell is that? <laughs> Searches on the Google, the Google. Fuck, I already sound like I'm 60. Fuck. Dude, by the by the time by the time we're, it's like 50 years past, I'm not even gonna be Google anymore. It's just gonna be Gerald. <laughs> Or Opera GX, I don't know. By that, no, by that point, it, it will we'll have moved on from the Quest Two. It'll be the Meta Mission Three. <laughs> uh, we'll already have like quest for life. full dive by Elon. No, oh, full yeah. honesty, full honesty, with the way like, and I'm not gonna call it fucking Meta. It's Facebook. You can change your name. Your Facebook still, but uh. Name changes I honestly will not change. do see them like like moving on from like the quest line of products and just coming out with a new line of VR headsets honestly called the mission line. <laughs> Imagine. They call it the expedition line. Mm. Gotta wait on that quest pro though. I, I am looking forward to that headset. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. I I wanna I want a Valve Index. Badly. You yeah. always want a Valve Index. You kids your VRs. Why <laughs> the life Try of the it. world's in front of you? Try it, you'll like Back it. Back in my day, we used <laughs> to use controllers with these really big helmets. <laughs> we used to have these things called haptic gloves. Didn't send you into internet. It was just in front of you. You could touch the titties right there, and the parents looked at you like you were a fucking maniac. <laughs> Dude, there's actually old tech out there that like, so like, there's like old audio gear, right? Like, there's these pair of headphones, sound amazing, right? But it takes a whole ass like brick just to power. 
You can't move the damn thing anywhere. Heaven like, forbid you get a magnet near it. Dude. It was an electrostatic pair of headphones, so I don't know. You tell oh. me. Oh, dude. No, that would fried. Fucking. <laughs> like, it's like those uh, scenes you see when people are up against the um, large back large like what is it tvs with big backs you know kids mm -hmm. walking out with magnet and start tracing across yeah static and everything god oh, no dude look any funny colors those were the days those were actually the days i remember um my dad used to bring up like some of these things like every now and then where like um because we had a crt in our old house so he would always like because i was a little kid i didn't know better he would always um, explain when he, whenever he told the story that like, oh man, he used to always pull the wires from the back. Then I had to always like <laughs> fix it and shit because I used to pull like the cable coax wire and like the shit oh, in the back. So I'd always break the cables, right? And my dad would always be the one fixing it over and over and over again oh until God. we had to buy a new CRD. <laughs> Poor guy. I, I made him go through some grief. <laughs> you... You little shit, man. I was. I was. I was. Uh, I was uh, very much a little shit when I was a kid. I mean, I was. My first words were literally, ah, shit. Like, the first thing I keep hearing it. It's just like, you're you know, white. you're white. Little... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's expected. It's expected. <laughs> yeah. We're all rednecks out here. No matter where See, you go, it's just a different breed of redneck. See, white people their kids first words are oh shit and then there's brown people who are actually somewhat normal and they're like da da you know like <laughs> yeah like i i, I always yeah. okay this this is my bit because i'm the only indian guy in like our entire group of friends right or like and so like every single time um, I'll always make a white person joke just because it's my bit. I don't mean any ill will to white people at all. I just make a lot of white people jokes because we all laugh along with it. <laughs> white people are the worst. Like, I don't give a shit. Oh, I hate they're hilarious. <laughs> hey, don't eat yourself, bro. That's dark. Oh. That's dark. Oh. That's arms. That is dark, dark is dark is what, it, what it's at, man. That's where it's most funny. The white people the white are people. fun to bully, though. That is one thing, though. They're really fun to bully, but that's why that's why I do it. And I mean, it's to so... be fair, everybody <laughs> shoots Indian jokes back at me, and it's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. You're swarming now. It's it, especially when um they get really creative about it. So the thing about um <laughs> our group is like um what what happens is when. I'm, I'm a different type of Indian than like the usual Indian a lot of people refer to um, like I'm, I'm like from a different region essentially um, so <laughs> I, I told Vic this before I was like bro make an accurate make an act like an accurate to like my people joke and I will commend you and so what Vic does is he always looks for like specific to me like my region people's like Indian jokes and then he like shoots them at me and I'm like I like it that's good I approve and then there's some generalized Indian ones that's just universal throughout all Indians yeah yeah 
They're also funny. Uh, <laughs> like the white people can't fucking take spicy food sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't funny enough. This is actually something I've gotten memed on for a long time, is I have an extremely low spice tolerance. I cannot ha I cannot handle spicy. And my family sure always tells me spice tolerance can't handle horror. What's next? I'm not actually brown. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> DNA, Jerry, Jerry, get the DNA test. Jerry, grab the grab the test. <laughs> Jerry, we need the blood. That's funny, yeah, because I know I can handle spice very well. I literally yeah. a few days ago just had rice, shitty beef jerky that was habanero flavored, and then just mm -hmm. put sriracha on that bitch. Fair enough. I mean, okay. To be fair. I say I have a low spice yeah. tolerance, but it's conditional, right? Like if it's yeah. just straight up spicy. College kid meal, if I've ever heard of one. It is a college kid meal. It's it's like <laughs> yeah, having cup ramen. That wasn't even full jerky, mind you. It was hey, like the don't just top ramen, man. No, like no, cup ramen. ramen's great. I'm saying it's a college person's food. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But it's sustainable. <laughs> yeah. See, when I say Rice, that I have a low beef, spice tolerance. Oh, true. But, yeah, okay, actually, yeah, yeah. Before I continue, why? Oh, why? Because yeah. there was rice in the fridge. There was an empty, again, not a full bag of jerky. It was still fucking crumbs. I'm just like, well, there's something to put into it. It's not just rice. <laughs> I was just like, ah, eh, fuck it. You not just know somebody out there has, has had rice and had, like, a bag of beef jerky and, like, hmm, and then just <laughs> threw that shit in the rice cooker. No, That's... no, it wasn't rice. It was like it was just pre-made rice. It was in the fridge. I just popped in the, the my microwave. Man Uncle Ben's out. forgot to cook in the cooker, and then just like <laughs> yeah. just went to town. I like my rice dry, boy. Dude, I hate Uncle Ben's. I'm gonna be real with you. Okay, like anyone who says they like Uncle Ben's rice, I feel like you're crazy and you don't know what real flavor is because. I feel like, I feel like I'm I'm like I've had Uncle Ben's rice and I've tried different flavors of it, right? It's supposed to be flavored rice, right? That's what it's supposed to be and people it's easy to make, whatever. I hate it. I don't like I don't like Uncle Ben's rice. Like I I just don't like it. Like I I know my like my parents like it, right? They'll be like, "Oh yeah, you you don't like Uncle Ben's rice." I'm like, "Yeah, I hate it, bro." Because to me it doesn't taste as good. Like I'd rather have like some nice plain like basmati rice or like just some plain white rice or brown rice right and then like if i need to like if i'm making fried if we're making fried rice like put like some light soy sauce and like just go to town right yeah but i can't have like pre-made flavored rice like i i just can't it i just, can't it just tastes manufactured if, yeah it really does it, it, that, that's what mm. it is Uncle Ben's, if you ever consider trying to sponsor the Dishes podcast, please don't. Well, it ain't gonna be Uncle Ben's sponsoring us because they went Beep. the same route as Aunt Jemima. It's Ben's original now. Bro, really? I, uh, so Uncle Ben got done in like Spider-Man's Ben? Okay. Damn. Jeez. Damn. But no, no, That's no. Like, 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 everybody knows like Aunt Jemima rebranded to uh, I think it was Pearl Milling Company or whatever. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I want my I want my big black lady on my syrup. And, and, and now, and now, uh, and now Uncle Ben's is Ben's original. Huh. Yeah, because in, yeah, in here in Canadia land, 
when we get Aunt Jemima syrup, it's still Aunt Jemima syrup. Oh, oh. Yeah, Oops. like I have one oh. in my fridge. I'm, I'm not, I'm not surprised. The U.S. is fucked, man. <laughs> oh, U.S. is chopped. It's like how like some areas of the U.S. don't have like all dressed ruffles, and I'm like, dude, what the hell? Is <laughs> the only good ruffles. Uncle Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben's rebranded because of some political stuff yeah. in 2020. Stuff, With great power never comes not. great responsibility it, it, it and was a lot a of certain cost. Man, it was a certain <laughs> man whose name I shall, I shall not mention. Na Naubi? The, the what? Naubi? What? I, don't, I don't fucking know. What? A certain what, man what, that what you is should he not from fucking Wakanda? I don't fucking know. Who created Uncle Ben? Who's Uncle Ben? Uncle no, Ben's no, Uncle Ben, no. dog. They, they changed it because of the George Floyd stuff. Oh. Oh. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Fair enough. I'm over here trying enough. to not talk about politics on the pod. It's fine. Who, who, said, who said we're going to go further on that? We stay away from politicos. Doesn't mean we can't make a reference here and there. We the just don't go into politics. it. What is a politic? I don't know. Something that I gotta de disinfect my dog with. I don't fucking. <laughs> is it? Is it that thing? Is it that one mechanic in Civ Six? I think that's what it is. <laughs> politics. Politics. <laughs> yeah, know? I think it's optional. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's optional. I'm pretty sure yeah, I can pick I the good. Gandhi route and just 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 chill. You know. Uh, I mean, technically. I, it's possible to just not run with politics. I know there's up near where Vic and I live. Uh, we have we literally have a portion of Washington that used to be just an anarchist nudist society for the past like 30 years, and only now recently became enveloped with everything else. Like, huh? Yeah, like uh, within America? the past, like I think 19. I want to say 19, like 60 or something. It was just left alone. It was the boonies. It was it was that redneck. Better get off my lawn, there, boy. You got them clothes on, them fancy shoes. See, the craziest thing Canada has is a pocket desert. <laughs> That's Wait, it. What? We have what? a pocket desert. It's a small chunk of land that's just desert, and then the rest is just green. I like I like to imagine like D D terms. It's just like a two by two. This is like a little. It's basically feet. what it is, except it's <laughs> a little bigger. Yeah, it's actually in my province. Um, so pocket desert is a small patch of land that's just desert, like an actual desert. Um, and then so basically, like my province is all like green, like trees, grass, all that shit, right? Like obviously, it's all like regular nature shit and then there's just this one chunk of my province that's just desert has <laughs> full-on sand has sand dunes has has the heat a single cactus no there's actually like multiple cacti yeah, of course there are mm -hmm. <laughs> that's funny mm -hmm. yeah, that, so it's like that's, a full-on desert but it's like mini it's desert light <laughs> <laughs> Here's your own little sauce in Nevada. It's like the <laughs> Diet Coke of deserts. <laughs> Diet desert. <laughs> it's like it's like zero sugar. Oh, uh, 
It's like it's like it's like Schmorgy without the autism. <laughs> oh, oh, oh damn! <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Fire the job, damn. <laughs> I'm trying to think of just like the weirdest thing that Washington might have, but honestly, it's like it's not. It's just classic. We've just got a lot of rednecks. Actually, people don't recognize it because we're in the we're in the north part, but we are literally you a see, northerners <laughs> have rednecks too. Yeah, but we're more like fucking Alabama redneck, okay? You go south to Yakima and it's just five teeth missing. But don't you touch my daughter, she's mine. One incarnation. Yeah. What will be fellers? Bastard or ketchup? That sort of fucking <laughs> thing. Homer Buster. Yeah. Uh no, but then we've got Eastern Washington, which is all like like Appalachian snow hicks, people who brew moonshine and just like tote guns up the fucking ass. Hey, Gerald, grab the, the shotgun. The, the word I never thought I would hear snow hick. It, that's snow what they are. They're snow hicks. hicks. Thank you. That's Fuck. crazy. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, and then just around here, we're just. I just got a bunch of meth heads and it's out behind my fucking backyard, man. That's the worst I got to <laughs> deal with. Tweakers yeah. galore. We do have rednecks in Canada. Don't get me wrong, we do. Um, it's just they're not like as extravagant, let's say, as America. They're they're oh. just kind of they're, they're kind just, of out outmatched by the they're, uh, they're uh, just like French Canadians in Quebec. Just, yeah, they're just those. Oh, dude, don't get me started on the French Canadians, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh nah. my god. Yo, those guys are wildin'. I'm telling you, Quebec is wildin'. Alright. Are they not your those... buddy pal? Oh, is that how it's actually pronounced? Quebec. It's Quebec, Quebec. yeah. Okay. Um same with their party. Bloc Quebecois. Mm. Yeah, no. This is yeah. French, you gotta they're add. You gotta add a bunch of fucking quit. They're they're fake French. It's <laughs> funny, <laughs> they're like exiled sure. they're actually like exiled French people. That's what they are. They're, yeah, they're neither that's why French, French they're Canadian. Ne yeah, they're neither French, they're neither Canadian. Realistically, like, um, they may be part of Can Canada based on citizenship, but like, they don't consider themselves Canadian at all. They're like racist towards literally everybody that's not like themselves. <laughs> they hate France because they exiled them, and then they hate Canada because they're not letting them separate as a country. And it's like. Separate as a country and you're not gonna do economically well, I promise you that. You're not Separate gonna Separate as do... a country and we'll just we'll just civil war your ass and reclaim you. God. Dude, oh. there's no point. If they even try to do any trade deals, no one's gonna make the deal with them. They'll be little... of, no, you're You're Dude, over here like we can't get rid of them and, and we're over here in the States like please get rid of Texas. <laughs> Dude we would love to get rid of Quebec, or we would love to make, have them improve their ways. Honestly, we wouldn't mind if they improve their ways. To be honest, like Canada yeah. does not mind having them around, right? It's why we haven't done anything yet, right? Um, nor can we, realistically. They're part of Canada, they're part of Canada, and not much you can do about it. Um, it's Canada. But, you know, like, I just, like, I, I guess people mostly just wish that they improved. 
like obviously Texas and Florida are long gone so sorry America but <laughs> I uh, trust me but I mean at least we can try to do something with the exiled French people right actually strange that you bring up Texas and California being long gone like I'd rather be down in Texas in Tejas then because technically they aren't a part of the united states they, they're their own they're their own republic at any point they can drop the ban hammer on the u.s and say we aren't a part of you anymore no, i'm not i'm not lying zero percent tax that's because yeah no that's big this is purely because at one point they were their own country mm -hmm. dude was, america's weird as shit the, and they need to the give they need to give some of the good states over to Canada. Uh, that's what they need to do. Because they're I'm managing going, way too many states. All right? I, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Give the entire Midwest to Canada. There, there Canada. is America's 13 econ round is suffering provinces. Except Ohio. The U.S. can keep Ohio. There's 13 provinces and territories in Canada. There's like, f hell if I know, over 40 states in America. Yeah, our econ around is really suffering. You guys have way too many, uh, way too many states. Just give us, uh -uh. give Canada the good states, and then you guys can keep the shitty states. All right, there's some people <laughs> who want to leave and keep their rights and citizenship. I am, no? I'm going to be honest and say most of the reason why we keep all of our states is because we still fucking yoink them all from the French for twelve bucks. And they were like, yeah, man, that's fair. It's like, fuck you. Ours now. 52 states, apparently, because of the stars of the on the on the flag that's represent right. a state. That's right. You feel good. I, I need to a major states. I actually, I think I've went over this before, like um, in, in one of the podcasts. I think it was with like Omninder and like Devon. Um, we sat down. We looked at every single state in America and we're like, We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. Nah, you can keep that. You can keep that. Texas? Nah, dog. Uh, Florida? Eh, nah. No. no. Missouri? We'll think about it. Put them in the middle. <laughs> On the pending list. Yeah. Like I said, just take the entire Midwest and you're set. Yeah. I mean, next, that means you come with. Yeah. Bye bye now. Yeah. Also Washington, so and Washington. Washington, so so Vic and, and this nerd here can come along. Oh, no, Washington dude, then I don't need to cross a border. I just drive two hours. No, I said take the Midwest and then also Washington. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. See, I didn't if hear we the take Washington. leave for you in Alabama down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can move out of Alabama, bro. He wants uh, to go visit Vic. He's got a fucking good passport. Just draw yep. a very intricate line around Washington and then draw between the borders of every other state so you get to the Midwest. You know what we'll do? We'll just move the people around. So everything, all the states are closer to, to Canada. We'll just grab the pieces of land and then we'll rename them to the states we like. And then we'll just swap the people. You're planning on gerrymandering the entirety of the United States. <laughs> it's like, we like Hawaii. Yeah, you're too far. Let's move them over where uh, Ohio is, and then we'll just swap them. <laughs> yeah, man, we're just going to uh, move your island up a little bit, you know, make a trade with Alaska. 
Yeah, well, I guess just take out the puzzle take, pieces. Just take the Midwest, excluding Ohio, because Ohio is Florida 2.0, basically. It starts just uh, looking like a fucked up jigsaw puzzle. And, and then you just take Washington and we're set. All you the time. You take the majority. You take the majority of the Midwest, excluding Ohio, and then you take Washington to make up for the loss of Ohio. I, I know the yeah, perfect solution to, the, to this now. We need another Ice Age. <laughs> we need another Pangea. Break up the land again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're. I mean, it, it's possible that happens, and then the other fact is, like, we're just going to get hit with a solar flare, and then we're going to be back in, like, the fucking Wild West days. Probably. Watching no, Earth just be I'm an good. endless cycle of just... Like, so for all we know... The Earth is just an endless cycle of all the shit blows up, it resets, then we go back to the cavemen, and then we start all over again. So I could be right, living this yeah. life for like the billionth time, for all I know. Yeah, no, that that's like an actual like proper theory that they're trying to discover. And I think with this new telescope that they launched, they'll actually be able to like solve that question. Or I not. can see the stars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. They look up. <laughs> they're right there. If this is the if the, if this is insert time here we've been through it. What did the first iteration of the quest two look like? What did the first cycle of VR look like? We just keep the doing same. it before we fuck up. The same. I just feel like everything is a time loop, and because of our experiences in deja vu, it's because we've experienced this in like the previous reset of the entire galaxy. Yeah, I see it. And we're so, just we're just slowly catching on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the time, we've, by the time like, we've caught on, it's already too late. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like just all of the singularities come together as one, mm -hmm. and then at that point, that's when it resets again. No, yeah, that's like, that's probably what the feet. That's probably like because like people do have visions when they die. That's probably what that is. Is you finally catching on and reality just being like, all right. Need to write off that yeah. that glitch. There's a very or, or there was actually a concept. Funny enough, in a music album by Logic, um, uh, what what was what was the album called again? It was uh, shit. Uh, hold on, I can check. I can yeah, actually check album. this. That's a good album. I like that. It was, everybody, it was everybody. by Logic. And basically, the con they explain the concept of one person plays as every single being that's ever existed. Oh, yeah. So, that um, it starts off with a scene where there's this dude, he's talking to his wife coming out of the store after buying some shit, right? He walks, he walks out of the store, he gets, he's talking to his wife, he's like, yeah, I'll be home, I'll be home. He hangs up, car crashes into him. He dies. Mm -hmm. He wakes mm. up, he's in a white room, he's talking to God. Quote unquote God, or the intermediary. Yeah. And then he explains, alright, you're gonna go back to like 1764. You're gonna be playing you're gonna be this guy. He's super he's got bare land, he's super rich. He's like, hey, that sounds kinda dope. But he has slaves. And then the dude's like, "Bro, what do you mean? That guy got that guy got slaves and shit. You want me to be in, to turn into a slave owner? You want me to re reincarnate as a slave owner?" 
and the dude's like hey you are every single slave and that person you've played every single individual and every single time you come back we have a we have the same conversation over and over and over again and i'm just guiding you the whole time essentially yeah and that's that's one of the concepts i was listening to obviously is it's a concept and it's actually pretty interesting it made the album sound pretty good actually it's a really good album but um there's so many different concepts of like why is it that we experience what we do and why we do what we do you know yeah like next remember yeah. that that one that one week we're just like f- four days in a row i had an episode of deja vu oh god yeah i was like i just had deja vu i just had deja vu again i just had deja vu again and next like dude what the hell is wrong with you i'm like I'm getting Bro, deja, I vu keep seeing deja vu and and the thing is like when you have this deja vu it's like i've had this exact same conversation doing the exact same thing looking at the exact same thing acting in the exact same way and it's like yeah i've had a flash of that you know mm-hmm. like and it doesn't happen with everything it happens to select things and it's like why you know why does one thing connect better than the other oh yeah i, I used to have like personal madness when it came to that like mm-hmm. i felt like i was going through my personal shit i was just like God, it's all lighting up the universe the dots are connecting within my mind i mean what, <laughs> what also doesn't make sense is if if brains are just developed right how is it that we remember these things like these deja vu effects right because right. technically wouldn't our memories be wiped and to the point yeah. where like we're just recreated from scrap there's no trace of us remembering what was previously done yeah. Right. Well, that comes back to your to your talk about like just us being one and the same and having that same consciousness I was you and as you as I sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If we share I, the same I lived this guy in another life. He was me. Hey, exactly. He lived me in another life. I was life. you. Exactly. It goes on I was you. Until we... I was funny. <laughs> Holy shit. Get <laughs> <laughs> over. You Holy too. Holy shit, I had good audio. Another mm-hmm. cycle, my sons, and you will be me. <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah but uh that concept of just like one likeness and and that mindful consciousness of everyone is one is shared throughout mm-hmm. so many religions it's mm-hmm. the same as like holy spirit and buddhism and re- reincarnation mm-hmm. and it's just crazy to think about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. think about it bro i was bender virtual on one life <laughs> or I, I will be bender virtual in another life one day one day bro one day one day i'll get my shit together and write a book just like vince probably when i'm vince (laughs) see the concept of that means that you are everybody and anybody meaning all the good and bad if that Mm -hmm. makes sense you're everything from the saints of the world to the serial killers and psychopaths right both adolf and gandhi in the same body Mm mm-hmm yep you are you are philanthropists, billionaires, and the Zodiac killer at the same time, right? Yeah. Man. Uh, there's actually there's actually wild. a really good movie coming out, kind of like that, but it goes off the idea of the um, multiple, uh, not personality, the multiple parallel universe theory, mm-hmm. uh, called yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once, and it's basically just about a woman who think of it as the frog, as you guys know it. 
uh it's literally that story where she gets split off into the multiple dimensions and she's able to experience everything at select times it, it's not out right. yet i don't know the full story but it's basically just a dimension traveling being who's slowly coming together and understanding that this is her life now that she mm-hmm. lives in multiple times at once uh dr manhattan style if you will mm-hmm. but now that i think about it, right i feel like we have deja vu in only certain points because it's not everything that happens is not always the same if that makes sense so it, it the the alternate timeline theory is far more accurate in that aspect than um for everyone to live all in the same life in a sense where maybe we do but things are not exactly the same like i could have a deja vu moment where i've done this one specific thing but every other time when i'm not having deja vu this is something that's specific to this timeline right um so what i'm doing right now talking to you guys i feel no deja vu this could be me talking about all this could be a completely separate instance of what i might have done in an alternate time right i might not even be running a podcast right now right barry what have you done flashpoint barry no Mm -hmm. no (laughs) like think about it right like you could have been living a complete you could be living a completely different life in an alternate universe right now and you don't Uh, know it there are there are theories out there that our dreams are just us connecting to those separate universes timelines so whatever you experience sure your dream could have been actually that That, that's a cool fucking thought i don't care yeah but i feel like there's some dreams that just it's non-viable you know what i mean oh yeah oh yeah i was once a woman if if it comes to that i was once a woman being chased by jason Voorhees down a hill at a shopping cart if that's the case man like i'll I'll accept that uh, big old big old titty fucking (laughs) My parents were taken away in a pirate ship. <laughs> like, you know, like a ghost yeah. ship. Like from like a like Sea of Thieves looking as type shit. And it's like, no, that's no. Turn the resolution up, bro. This ain't life. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. And then and then there's just people who have like fantasies, right? That, and, and that's clearly not real, right? Oh, yeah. How do you know? parallel universes how how do you know have you transcended have you transcended without us damn it look in that case bro I've got way too much Gucci bro I'm telling you this now (laughs) way too much no I'm just saying if that is a possibility your boy is getting it more than he is right now (laughs) Uh, which is like zero donut right now how about you dream about getting some pussy, huh? Dude, that's honestly what a lot of people do. Oh, and yeah. Past me, but... past you, past Nags, all of us. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I it's a normal thing, you teaming. Uh, we're all horny. <laughs> Everyone's horny. Pretty much. Those who, pretty much. Those who say they aren't, they're fucking fucked. You know what they're like. <laughs> See you... their eyes. You know, there's actually... Okay, okay, speaking of this. So there is this dude who lived his entire life without seeing or interacting with a single woman. How? And he's... He lived and died. Does he have good social interactions with them? No, he lived and died without seeing a single woman in his life. That's 
more and or if half population. How the fuck do you manage that? So apparently, according to the the story of this dude, he as as a small child, right? Like like uh, as he as a small child, his uh, when he was born, his mother died. He was taken in by a bunch of monks and um, brought into a monastery. And because he was the only man who's never seen a woman, even compared to the rest of the monks in the monastery, they kept him there and they kept him away. And he would yeah. be the, he was like their treasure, like the purest man, right? And he lived yeah. and died without <laughs> seeing or interacting with a woman in his life. Jesus. Which is like God wild to damn. me. I'm like, what? <laughs> dedicated to the scripture just i have not no even time. that it's just this guy like this guy was just in the monastery the whole time like he never went he just out existed. he just existed I like, imagine, I like just imagining business suit fucking briefcase walking around the monastery just avoiding eye contact with women no dude my no. guy was like my guy had all the facilities he needed as a monk like i don't think he even had the internet because technically the internet what he would have seen something right yeah. um like he would google like yeah whatever he well, Googled, I, right? that, I think that differs from like monastery to monastery but i think I he was a straight was, monk like, he was like a straight monk like he was he was completely he isolated from, from civilization from, oh, fuck, dude. yeah fuck. Was i could only do it i've I only could not do it <laughs> see the thing is you'd say you couldn't do it but that's that's considering you knowing of that of their existence in the first place this guy didn't even know know they existed yeah he's never stepped out of the monastery he doesn't know what a female is if you think about it a lot of monks are, are grown up like that they start young and then they just grow within the monastery and they know the doctrines it's also like kind of like teaching them it's just mm -hmm. this is your life your life Except is this the guy was Buddha, he's just whatever. seen nothing he's seen nothing no one nobody Mm -hmm. and and this guy he was not blind either mind you he was not blind <laughs> hey he, he he had two sets of ojos he he had eyes he had ears he had a mouth and he had hands and he had uh, legs and a torso and and and, and feet he he was a full-fledged human yep and he had two <laughs> cheeks in the back of in his behind all right like he, he, he had, had he had the full suit of shit Those right. he was slapped a every day. full on he was a full on mandem and never <laughs> saw or touched or interacted with a woman in his life and he lived I'm and died gonna, that way which is I'm impressive probably very fucking happy dude my guy ascended I, that's the only word for it my man <laughs> I he, know that's, nothing that's like the final boss that's the final level if we're all yeah, if we're all like one in the same, that is the final boss. That's the Dark Souls boss. <laughs> that guy right there is the he's the final he's the final boss. He's new game yeah. plus like 20 25 billion in Dark Souls. Every time you go see a woman, you're pulled out, God rips you out of the body. All right, hey, no, you got to go back <laughs> reset. Level, man, you It's like, yeah, it's like reset, death, man. Yeah, it's like death loop. You didn't level quite right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like death loop. You got spotted shit, reset. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
he just instantly like the moment he sees uh, sees a uh, sees a female, he's like he gets a heart attack. It somehow calms out of nowhere. Snake, snake, snake. <laughs> Pretty Would much. you like to say from your last checkpoint, Dio? Yeah. <laughs> oh but yeah, that's that's impressive. Video. That's impressive. Props to him, man. I think it's not even props. It's like, just it's the, impressive to see. It's or the, hear about. It's weird how it's a monk that's done this, and it's the total opposite yeah. of Rasputin. Because if you think about it, Rasputin was technically a monk too, an unorthodox monk still raised like russian catholic but he went off the fucking deep end he did everything he could to get his willy wet i'm realizing you're not wrong that's level one <laughs> dude they raised the rasputin's willy so hard they pickled that shit you kidding that's level one that's level one that's where you start you yeah, just spawned you in suffering. you spawned in dark souls 2 all right you don't know anything you spawned in, all right. You're a little, you're, you picked your class. A little man, she in the middle of Russia. Your babushka goes tell you go do thing. Okay, mama, I go become Russian man, Russian Orthodox man. I feel hey, I become Russian, <laughs> <laughs> Russian man. We it drink vodka. We, we, <laughs> we drink vodka. We party with Artyom. <laughs> in, in Soviet Russia, I eat cyanide cake. It does nothing. He does nothing. What is this? Does like, it does nothing. I can't, be, I can't be experienced Chernobyl. I feel like I feel like Rasputin is the only excuse that this world has to guess that there's supernatural powers. I think Adolf based all of his like SS deep shit based on Rasputin's stories because he's like that Russian man got chopped off in the head and he was still talking. I want to know how to do that. Hey, how man. to do that? Hey, Amen. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey, yeah. hey man. Yeah. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. Hey man. <laughs> well, hey, uh, it's it's true because you never really like no one really talks about it at least, but you'll hear it from like the crazies like me. But like legit though, Hitler had like just dark ops based on like psionics and you know the stories of like he went into occultism and so yeah. much. Yeah. He created. He, was he created deep into Call that. of Duty zombies. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. He, he's a re story, man. His his boy is Rick Toffin. He knew the guy personally. Yeah, man. No, I, I feel like that was part of his plan. Like, how do I raise soldier? <laughs> and then he's like, uh and then uh, Dempsey, Takio, and uh <laughs> Nikolai come out of nowhere. <laughs> it was all a scam. It was Nikolai who, who fired off the bullet. That's why it was dead. The Russians uh, beat him to the suicide. There, there actually was like this crazy ass documentary on how apparently he was alive the entire time. Like he had so so basically the Hitler that was found dead was actually a fake, and well, he had like the secret the Argentina. Yeah, he had like the secret like bunker somewhere hidden where he just held out and he was alive. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I talked to a dude who apparently went to a Nazi museum. Uh, mind you, this man shouldn't have been going to a Nazi museum. He was uh, similar pigmented to our dear friend Dio here. 
I looked at him like, you got out of that shit alive? <laughs> like, yeah, man. It was weird. He was talking just, about it. <laughs> Dude, no, it was like some random ass house in the middle of like Alabama or something he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And this guy literally like snuck the bullet of Hitler, like Hitler's bullet that he shot himself. When he's like, that's the bullet. And hey, want to see some tapes? He showed him tapes of the Russians filming the dead body and like playing with it. I don't know how real it is. He's supposed to show me pictures of like the statues and the memorabilia stuff. Yeah, but apparently, oh, apparently the version of, or apparently the Hitler that shot himself was not actually Hitler, according <laughs> according to that documentary. And they're trying to uncover who the hell that guy was. First of all, second, where's Hitler? Because apparently he Hitler. was alive. Yeah. Yeah, like if that ain't the man himself, where the fuck was he? Yeah. Uh dude, it's just it's wild because like they're I mean there's still Nazis out there, or how at did, least they did, shouldn't be, based on how, how did he give us the slip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was born in eighty nine, died at forty five, but apparently he lived many years longer than that. I it's not improbable considering how many uh World War Two veterans were still alive. Fifty six. He I'd could imagine... have lived Easily, he could have lived another, another forty years. Realistically, more, possibly more. Down in Argentina, precision, chilling out with Martini. Yeah, precision German engineering, man. He just he just wanted to cause some shit, and then he went down the Argentina, just like ah, this is the life. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't touch this area of the world. But yeah, no. By now, he's probably dead. But like, apparently, he was alive for quite a while after after the fact apparently according to theories in that documentary right but i don't know some like interesting shit it was like the show i believe was called finding hitler like that's what it was called yeah i remember i remember seeing that floating around i remember Mm -hmm. seeing that like here here's just the question right Mm -hmm. other than like if he if it wasn't him where the how the fuck did he give us the slip (laughs) <laughs> how the fuck did he manage to stay so quiet after the fact god that is that is the question i mean to be fair that guy had that guy was off like off it's the a guy crazy. it's a guy who it's a guy who thought a giant oven was a good idea <laughs> how do you stay quiet after incinerating people i mean to be fair none of us really knew his his sat like how how well he would manage himself mentally right because i feel like i can bring this out hold on you guys like i just need a map of germany that's all i need (laughs) think of that and think about that like us realistically right now are or like like right now we would think like yeah the dude was a damn sociopath pretty much was um but we don't like this this reminds me of like Psychopaths, the anime. If you guys know Psychopaths, um, by uh, agents, yeah, I remember the anime. I remember a bit of it, yeah. And so in season two, right? Um, well, okay. First, I'll explain Psychopaths. So Psychopaths essentially is an anime, um, where they explain the concept of a system that measures uh, and determines people's lives based on their mental health. Um, they have something called a psychopath which essentially um, is um, detected through cymatic st- uh, scans, which is brain scans. And these cymatic, uh, cymatic scans de- um, 
um, calculate two things. Someone's hue, which is how, um, how colorful or how clouded their mental is, and their crime coefficient. The crime coefficient is um, basically the number that dictates, is this person not a threat? Is this person a latent criminal, meaning they could be a threat? Or is this person extremely dangerous? We should kill them. Yeah. So yeah. essentially how it worked was if your number, if you're not, your crime coefficient was between zero and I believe 119, you're safe. If you're 120 all the way to 300 you are or 120 all the way to uh 299 you are a latent criminal um which and there's a gun in there's a gun that the police use called the dominator which changes levels based on people's psychopaths so if you were zero to um uh, 119 the gun would say not a threat don't worry about him it's not going to do anything if you go to 120 Just all the way strolling. to yeah if it goes to um essentially 120 all the way to 299 it goes into paralyzer mode if it's exceeding 299 it's in kill mode <laughs> and basically when you shoot it they implode and they blow up disintegrated gone yeah so, they don't they don't get a chance to be another criminal yeah so basically right um um that's what it was right that that's the concept where basically they're in a world where there's just a big ass computer system that decides if people should live die and what their careers are blah 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 um you have hue and crime coefficient that brings me back this is a really long-winded explanation but this brings me back to there is an episode in season two main antagonist um essentially what he did was um somehow he would make it so that people who would have really high psychopathic levels of crime coefficient they would be low so when people would scan them with the guns they're not a threat but clearly they're a threat mm -hmm. right um actually that's like the same thing with the main antagonist in the first season um the yeah, main I, villain i remember that yeah, that guy somehow, he had some unique traits where the system could not define him as a threat. He had zero. His psychopath, his crime coefficient was zero. His hue was undetectable. Just yeah, clear rendering, white. Rendering the Dominator useless, so they had the... It was a nice exactly. little like way of getting the, the characters to be like, how do I solve this problem without my gun? Exactly, because everyone's so dependent on the system, right? Mm -hmm. So that brings me back to... We don't know how well this guy could manage his own mental, right? Mm -hmm. Like Hitler could could have gone silent because he kept his psychopaths clear somehow. Just, just takes Uniquely a quick little shave and a and a new name. I, exactly. I mean, yeah, theoretically, depending on how deep into his own thought process he was, whether or not it was just like a manipulative plan or like he generally believed that these people shouldn't exist like it then just gets into the point how mentally stable is he and like there's there's different reports that like he would he would shoot his own officers and all this other stuff it's mm -hmm. like i believe it but like if, if a little girl walked up who didn't have blonde hair 
offered him Girl Scout cookies. That's the question. Would he blow her fucking face off, or would he go, "Oh, thank you, little girl." He would take it, but most likely good. because He's... I think okay. he would. His his problem was with Aryans, right? So mm, I don't is. know why. No. Or uh, sorry, no, yeah. it was the other way around. Sorry, non-Aryans, the non-Aryans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't take it. He would shoot her face off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Brunette. No, no. I I feel it's like he good. would take. I feel like he would take it, fake a smile, and then five seconds later, just gun to the face. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, das would like to join me for some tea, yeah. <laughs> Possibly M1911. a nice flower. M nineteen eleven to the head top. Oh my god. I love the no, Americans. I just Oh I no, love you, the thought, Americans. you thought you you thought that fucking shower comment was gonna slide <laughs> under the radar. That was so slick. <laughs> Some tea in a shower, y'all. A grown man asks you to take a shower, uh no. <laughs> you look so dirty. What's with your Polish skin? Dude, you do that way too well. You need to stop. I <laughs> I grew up bored as hell, so I said I'm gonna do impressions. That's I fair. used to do, I used to do Gollum. I can still do Gollum. Hey, to voice I know. I can do. I can do Gollum. I can't. You can't. Uh, you pull can't. your tongue. I don't know in. why. You pull your tongue in. It just sounds like I'm choking on something that shouldn't. Some goddamn. This is an actual Cock. One Ring replica, by the way. Spiegel. Oh, damn. That's actually Spiegel. One Ring. It's Cock solid ring. gold. Yeah. <laughs> My precious little uh, hobbits. When I was when I was still in high school, I used to do like back when Trump was doing his elections mm -hmm. and being. Mm -hmm. My goodness, we're gonna build the wall. It's perfect. It's gonna be wonderful. No, you don't understand. We're gonna build a wall around the world so the illegal aliens can't come in. <laughs> I'm not gonna let them. We're gonna build like a space it. wall only around America. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck about Russia. I'm not affiliated. That whole thing. <laughs> I can't do that. Jesus. I cannot. It's gonna be wonderful. You don't understand the greatest wall of China, greater than China's wall. Greater than China. I can't do Greater. it. I, I really can't. China. Uh, and then... Mm. What is it? I really like butter toast, Eddie. Double D! <laughs> dig a hole, dig a hole, dig a hole. Dig, dig a hole, dig a hole, dig a hole. Dig a hole, dig a hole. I love that. I love that. I have a pebble in my show! <laughs> Wait, that's like the only yeah. one I could do. I used to be able to do Yoshi voice, but like my voice is not high enough for that anymore. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every, everybody knows the. Hiya, pal. Oh, dude, yep. I cannot. Uh uh. Gorge. Where are you putting that milk? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll fucking do it again. Uh -huh. I can only do it. Uh -huh. uh -huh. I was going to make a. I was going to make another. Another Germany joke because it was uh -huh. Disney, but no, that that <laughs> one's too far for the pod. <laughs> Gorsh, Mick, you gotta do what the Fuhrer says. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
I boldly get it. No, I will only make the joke with a pass for from Dio. Whoa, what are you? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to do? Think about it. It's Disney, Germany. No, I mean don't we all. Walt Disney. I think we all know Walt Disney's fucking hated. Like I think he publicly came out and said that he supported Hitler back in World War II started. Okay, yeah, that is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, he like publicly hated the Jewish community. That's chopped. That's actually chopped. Yeah, and people still keep this brain. How did we get like? How did we? We instead of getting current time political, we got past political. (laughs) Because the past already happened. No one can argue that shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. Current is all debates. Past is just knowledge. (laughs) Facts. What do you know happened, bitch? Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like a bunch of people, you know, flying the Confederate flag and like, oh, this flag's for rights. It's like, ah, actually, one right. Chill. <laughs> hey, I mean, I yeah, yeah. that's just what I know, dude. We had a bunch of people in my my high school who was still flying the Confederate flag when that was starting to become a huge thing. Just like on the back of their thing, I'm just like, dude, you know why? Yeah, because the states wanted their independence for a reason. What reason? <laughs> Do you know the and reason? Will... <laughs> Do you know that reason? Uh, exactly. and yeah, and they would just argue, oh, states' rights. It's just like they wanted to separate the U.S. for one reason. Boo-hoo, I can't pick my own cotton. So I want someone else to do it and not have to pay him. End of story. Pretty much. Yeah. Bro, that shit was horrible. That actually, oh, that shit was God. so bad. Dude, I love how we could be a comedy podcast and then we'll just bring up the most grim <laughs> shit. Just go you know, immediately dark three seconds later. And I just come right back up again. Just like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let's just make some jokes. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Haha. <laughs> but but no, no. Like, uh, so I, so you've told the D&D story. I've told the D&D story. Dio doesn't really have a D&D story to tell. <laughs> No, oh, I mean, I could tell you about my one shot. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so basically, um, there's this Minecraft mini game I used to play called Dwarves vs. Zombies. Um, it was simple. Um, there's dwarves, and then there's zombies slash other monsters. Um, the goal of the game is you start out as dwarves, and they're defending shrines. Um, you get depending on the map it's one to three shrines that you're defending they're basically just defense points you build walls and you have to you have to defend against ho- endless hordes of monsters until and it's endless so basically dwarves never win they'll die at the end right um it's yeah, basically but just but yeah as far as you can yeah it's just endless waves of monsters until the shrines fall um so basically I decided, hmm, I like this I like this mini game. I want to convert this into D&D. So I was like, you know what? This would be a sick one-shot idea because in the end you all die, so there's no way of <laughs> making it into a, pa- a campaign. Technically you could because you can flavor it to do anything, but yeah, but I'm no, going to stick to the game. This is fucking genius, actually. Just to get you used to how, like, the balancing between players are. And, like, mm-hmm. you can just throw monsters and go, is this powerful? Is this not powerful? Just well, for, like, their levels. 
the concept of it is basically what I'm trying to do is full combat, um, full count, uh, combat one shot. You start, um, you you start in a keep. Um, your goal is you spawn, you spawn as dwarves. You have a chance to spawn as heroes. So there's dwarves and heroes, right? And the heroes have special like weapons and shit that will help you in combat. Um, so basically, you start with the prep phase. You have um, two in-game days to to build walls, gather resources, um, get materials to build more walls and to reinforce walls and to patch up walls when you need to, right? Um, obviously, two in-game days is the Minecraft minigame, two in-game days, yeah. right? D&D, we can adjust it as we want. Um, so basically, you start off prep phase everyone's getting armored up they're gathering materials they're gathering resources um and then an event starts it could be a dragon comes out and terrorizes all the dwarves for like like a few minutes for like a few turns and then does one ultimate attack and disappears could be a zombie plague where a random selection of people get killed or they turn into zombies and then they start attacking you and then you have to kill them and they're instantly dead. Or it could be a bloodlust where um, everybody is enraged and they're all fighting each other for a moment and they're all killing each other as humans or like a blood moon, stuff like that. Dude, um, that mechanically this is all just music to my ears just the possibilities i can do with it i'm just oh. Oh, i want it now and then want it now the monsters get released and this is when the hordes of monsters come out your goal defend your shrine for as long as possible um if you have multiple shrines two or three you defend the first front shrine when that falls you move on to the next one as you're fighting monsters um um, obviously, I won't get into the nitty-gritty mechanics because there's actually quite a few interesting mechanics for each character and their abilities and their classes. Um, yeah. So basically, monsters attack endlessly. They start killing off NPCs and players slowly, slowly, slowly. Like, they're fighting just hordes of monsters. I don't know how to do it with d and I was talking to Vic about it, and he said there is a way that we can make hordes in a way where we don't need to roll a bunch of initiative. Um, the books have a lot of stuff for that and I know Vic because mm -hmm. big brain mm -hmm. big brain Vicky so, that's why he's got no hair <laughs> dude you need to know <laughs> you're chopped Damn. that's arms okay I had I had to put it out I had I had to swing <laughs> you're so arms <laughs> at least get creative come on oh come on oh come on it was pretty it's not that it was one creative but it was at least well timed that's okay, the main fine, thing fine fine I'll give you that I'll give you that <laughs> So, the way it works is, zombies relentlessly attack. As the game progresses, the zombies get powerful and powerful and powerful. Um, in the Minecraft minigame, if you spawn as regular zombies, um, you'd get upgrade points over time and you get to upgrade your zombies to make them stronger. Um, obviously in D&D, that's way too complex and I don't want to do that. So, I just simplify it to... Um, you can you you just relentlessly spawn it's fine um yeah. the dice rolls will do all the work um oh, yeah. but the thing is what's great is if a player dies they're not out of the game 
they they come back as a zombie or Ooh. any monster and they can relentlessly start attacking the other players oh that's cool oh that and, oh that's the selling point and that there game. are monster events too so there's stuff like Ooh. rats so there's a specific resource system in the game called gold gold is used to repair armor and there's an armor degradation system so when armor degrades to a certain point at least in the minecraft minigame the way it worked was um your armor degradation system was your hunger bar so it was it was textured as armor so as um your armor goes down your hunger bar goes down right um that's how they programmed it um so once you reach about three armor bars your armor visibly is broken so the it, the armor actually changed how it looks um according to damage and once you hit three bars you can't sprint anymore Ooh. and you start taking more damage too Ooh. and you lose mana Ooh. which is and mana is uh, a very important system because your healing potion is powered by your mana obviously in D, it's going to be a little different um i'm not going to include a mana system that's dumb um <laughs> good choice yeah, no it's it's dumb it's way too much work and I, I i myself feel like that would just be too much um especially as a first time uh dm and basically um um if you uh, gold you use it's it's gold is at f so in the prep phase you mine for gold essentially in a cave that's where you get your stone to rebuild the walls that's where you get the gold to accumulate in your shrine or in in your shrines to repair your armor um once uh monster monsters are released and fighting phases started your gold is distributed between all of your shrines so if you have three shrines it's distributed between all three um generally how it works is the first shrine has a little less than the second shrine and the second shrine has a little less than the final shrine the final shrine will always have the most gold um so it's it's kind of like a 20 uh, or how, how is it 40 f uh no 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 like 20 30 and then was that 50 percent and then 50 percent if that makes sense it's like it's like a small yeah. small bit of allocation in a sense yeah, like just, that just, just a, uh increasing system from from least to most mm -hmm. you're, you're obviously i can just make it simple and just cut it in three and we're good right yeah you can do that no, it's no big no deal. need to work yourself to death over over a one shot <laughs> yeah but i mean it's basically concepts because i know all this by heart i played this mini yeah. game so much right <laughs> and so there are monster events um there's rats what rats do is they spawn in they're very low health but they have small hitboxes obviously in D D, that doesn't matter um, <laughs> a, rat a, rat. a rat is a rat um, if you kill a rat, it will respawn in the same place, oh. and it will, and it will keep respawning and keep respawning until either <laughs> they run out of lives, or the event ends. Mm -hmm. So the events have their own timers. Among like special events have their own timers. So what rats do is, first of all, they don't spawn back in monster spawn. They spawn in the spot they died. Second they're meant to eat the gold in your shrine oh so they gold slip through rats. they slip through 
and their main objective they're not strong but they're relentless and their main goal is to eat the gold in your shrine so the shrine goes down faster because if if dwarves cannot heal their armor they want to fall back and heal up right so and that's not the only monster event that robs gold all right rats eat gold slowly emphasis on slowly mm. there is skeleton pirates skeleton pirates is both a boss event and an elite monster event so the way elite monsters work is uh, there's three different tiers well technically four different tiers of monsters there's normal elite um boss and dragon dragon <laughs> there's a reason why i have four tiers because dragon is the one thing that cannot be one shot at all there are heroes that can one shot bosses tier three monsters and there's only one hero that can do that and he can only do that with one weapon and there's a chance to do it <laughs> so I, jesus that's mm -hmm. ironically so perfect mm -hmm. it's so limited but it works out in the end yeah mm -hmm. it, because well, just you because could, like even you oh. could save all the dwarves from getting their asses absolutely clapped by the boss because the bosses are not something to joke about right so there's only one boss that's a huge threat to the hero that one shots all the bosses um i mean he can also get one shot by the by the hero but he <laughs> this guy does especially more damage to that hero he does specifically more damage to that one hero ah, so fuck. he's he essentially if you defend that and that boss monster and players have a chance to spawn as a boss mind you that's how i'll run it <laughs> players can spawn as the boss um the that boss i'll use actually the names from the game there's three heroes bruce willikers or old man willikers he is the dwarven hero he's the one who can one shot bosses with his bow um he has one of two things his bow will do either he will one shot a boss or he will give it insane knockback and i'm talking insane knockback <laughs> um there is nisivin the wizard and then there's roman the paladin those are the three those are the three heroes at least the main ones um yeah. there were more in the older version of the game but they weren't as well developed um in a sense where they didn't really have many special traits um they're mostly meme characters um <laughs> but these three were both um so those three were like the main heroes so bruce is the one who can one-shot bosses with his bow as i said the boss that is Bruce Killer is Krongor, the orc leader. Oh. Um, what Krongor does is he has a very ex super high, uh, high damage berserker act, and he also gives an insane damage buff to all the orcs that spawn with him. Oh. Or sorry, not orcs, ogres. Oh. Um, so like he's an ogre, ogre boss, boys. and fun traits about the ogres they're extremely tanky and they have huge knockback they can oh. knock dwarves back far so if they're dwarves sitting on walls 
one slap from an ogre, that dwarf is off the wall. <laughs> so you can do one of two things as an ogre. An ogre could push a dwarf close to monster spawn, uh, monster spawn, right? Where the hordes spawn from, their main source. And there's a catch about monster spawn. If you're too close to monster spawn, you're going to start taking damage. A lot of damage. And by a lot expected. of damage, I mean, if you don't heal yourself and escape fast enough, you're dead. You're just yeah. instantly dead. I mean, yeah, you walked headfirst into monster territory. Why wouldn't you start dying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it, it takes Your a little bit to deserve to forgetting that close. <laughs> mm -hmm. I will go fight the thing. And mm -hmm. yep. Or ogres can push um, dwarves back so that the rest of the monsters can blow up the walls and break through the defenses. One of two uses. They don't do much damage, but they're very tanky. Um, yeah. As I said, Krungor is a Bruce killer. Um, he's the only. He's the only monster that can effectively kill Bruce. Then, of course, I said the skeleton pirates, Bopin the pirate, Bopin the, the skeleton pirate. He has a skeleton horse. He has a skeleton horse with insane jump, with an insane jump. Like he goes high. <laughs> And he has, um, and he has an AOE weapon that cleaves, um, uh, cleaves dwarves on AOE. Oh. Then there you have his pirates. They're also um, pretty tanky. Their main goal: steal gold from shrines. <laughs> they want the loot. They want to steal oh, it. Fuck yeah! It's all about that, baby. And. Those skeletons, at least in the game, have insane jump and have an insane jump height. So dwarves are sitting here, right? And they're trying to swing at the skeletons. Skeletons are jumping up to here. <laughs> and then they Just jump down. And hurtling jump the little up, bastards. Jump down, yeah. <laughs> That's great. They don't Dude. do much damage. They're mostly meant to rub gold. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh. yeah. Yours. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just say this now. When you start like looking at the different variations of skeletons in D and D, you're just going to be so pleased that that you're going to have There's jumping so skeletons many. that mm -hmm. can do whatever the fuck this is. Mm -hmm. And then oh. there's a a golem event. Oh, boy. basically, a bunch of golem spawn. Extremely tanky. <laughs> they break walls in one hit. And I'm talking like one block each. They break break yeah. those walls. They puncture yeah. walls. Ooh. Never 1v1 a golem. I'm telling you this now. If you're a regular dwarf, they're called jimmies. Um, if you... If, if a jimmy walks up to a golem, he is dead. <laughs> I promise you that. Why? And golems are elite monsters, by the way. Tier 2. Um, and oh. Bruce can one-shot them. So it's good to have Bruce. Um, but never have a Jimmy one one v one a golem because the golem will shred your armor in the span of three seconds, and you're gonna get your ass killed. Cause you will not be able to heal fast, heal your health with the health potion fast enough to get your to get your ass out of the in that golem. If he sticks you in a corner, you're screwed. You're done. It's yeah, over. As expected. Yeah. Considered. Oh, death. I 
I expect this session to turn out. You're defending an orphanage of Jimmy, the Jimmy orphanage, and you're just making these little bastards go out and build walls. Just like, mm -hmm. we need to build it, Jimmy. Come on. Mm -hmm. You want to live, don't you? Bruce is always yelling, drink your juice, Jimmy's. <laughs> don't forget about your juice. And, and um, yep and then there's uh what else what other events are there oh yes one of my favorites uh the jimmy orphanage i mean we can call it that absolutely we can make the map the jimmy orphanage i don't mind making a custom map right like the jimmy orphanage could actually be a map we can make it a map so and then there's another event. Um, in in the Minecraft game, basically the event is everybody's a creeper. No. So they get oh. super sprint for like five seconds, and then they self destruct, and they can do one of two things: insanely damage the walls, or send dwarves flying so high up in the air that they die of fall damage. Sounds about right. Or just right. kill them outright. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but that's if like if five you're... creepers blow up on one dwarf at once. That's, yeah. that's it's a rare oh. case. If you want something that blows up, look at Magmen. Magmen are literally the creepers of D and D. Perfect. They oh, are. No, they are. They're little. <laughs> okay, Magnos. <laughs> Magmen are, are, are dwarven size, probably like a children dwarf, but they're literal creatures of magma that blow up when they die that is literally That's their whole great. point of existence and they look absolutely amazing like give them give them a look see if you got the chance but like they're just yeah. they're adorable and they also look like little tiki creatures so i just imagine going around the the reason why i feel this concept would be perfect for a one shot is because if we made this a campaign it would be insanely repetitive oh yeah unless the, the campaign's end goal is to break the cycle because the story of the actual minigame is the three heroes are stuck in a time loop where they're constantly defending their shrines against zombies and they just keep dying over and over and over and over and over again and they keep respawning they defend they die respawn defend die respawn defend die the same jimmies are dying over and over again no, jimmy right jimmy Gibby, Gibby. Right? So the Gibby orphan. If that's the only way it would turn into a campaign is if people want to try to break the cycle. Right? Yeah. But I personally yeah. think a full combat limited class, limited race um campaign is not fun. That which is why it's a one shot. That's why I would prefer as a one shot and a one shot that can be replayable. Because every event is different, right? Remember how I listed um, pr before monsters even get released, there's so many pre-events that can happen, right? Yeah, you just roll on the die and you just see what comes mm -hmm. out. Exactly. So um, that's why I can have the potential of running this one-shot multiple times. It's reusable. It's a reusable okay. one-shot. Instead of it being a campaign, it can be a reusable one-shot. Yeah, I so, I love it just because it's the pure fact of you're 
giving a really easy introduction into just the system of D&D. What is your action? What would you like to do? Do you have a bonus action? That sort of thing. Yeah. And of course, I do want to add some of my own homebrew systems into it because there is oh. stuff and there are actual mechanics. Remember, I said there's actual mechanics. Um, there's stuff like proc rolling. Um, what proc rolling is, is it's basically a temporary rage. In the game, it's 1.2 second strength buff that one shots monsters. <laughs> and you keep rolling it. The cooldown refreshes until you run out of monsters to hit or you miss. Uh, well, yeah. in Minecraft, you don't miss. You just run out monsters. <laughs> Brutes has a super proc where he can kill up to tier two monsters with it. So regular dwarves who can, who have a rune blade that specifically is able to roll can do tier one, and then Bruce can do tier two. And then we have paladins, AOE, hammer, um, berserkers. Yeah. They just have a larger rage. Um, they can't roll, but they rage for longer, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, it'd be interesting to see, and I like hell yeah, dude. Always put your own homebrew in there. Like I I put in um literal spell creation into my homebrew mm -hmm. like they they gathered around a source of magic and they're just like oh i Nisivin want to put this, spell, this spell this spell the wizard's oh, yeah. gonna be the fun one because he has a gun that's both the melee and a and a ranged gun or a weapon uh, he can pro he can proc there, roll not. tier one monsters um with his gun plus he can shoot his gun and um uh enable a proc to roll after getting a kill with his ranged weapon. Ah. Yep. Oh. Yep. I was missing out, man. Fuck. God damn. And he has a wand. Wand of limited probabilities. Wormhole. Which basically, in an AoE, brings every uh, hordes of monsters together. Does a little bit of damage. Um, there's Tinder Flame that I renamed Geyser. Because the gun's name is Tinder Flame as well. Um, yeah. basically lava geysers that come out and shoot monsters up and they do damage. Um, and then there's, uh, explosion. <laughs> Big blow I, up. What? Fuck. What, what could that be? Do <laughs> I wonder? Oh, dude. Anyway, oh. we've made it. We're a little bit past the 12 or now we've, <laughs> we've hit, we've hit our mark. I've gone on. I've, I've rambled quite a bit. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was fun. Craven, thank you great. for joining yeah. us in the pod. Hell it was wonderful sure. to have you. It was honestly wonderful sure. to have you. It was a fucking treat. Yeah, I am so yep. happy I was here. I'm happy I could take station amongst your ship. I must <laughs> go out into the next galaxy. I must go discover more places. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I must go spend more people. Back. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, and just radio me whenever you need me, man. Hell yeah. So, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you for coming out to the Dipshits Podcast. I know I do this outro a lot, but hey. Take it easy, everybody. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Reason, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Twitch, you can find us wherever you listen to your just, podcast. Just, 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 you'll find the, us in the description. Out in streets, right? the FMs, a, the AMs. There's, exactly. There's, there's a link tree down there. Just click it. Follow it. Love it. Download it. Rate it. 
we won't tell you what to rate rate it because we're not allowed to we're not obligated to tell people what to rate our podcast but rate it give it a rating whatever you feel like rate it rate it more than one as one is the limited one well yeah one one is one is (laughs) one is the base one is more than one at least more than one come on just at least got that just give us a like rating (laughs) all that good shit but yeah that's it for us thank you everybody for hanging out and listen to us and we'll see you guys on the next episode of the dipshits podcast adios